Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Hello, my name's Nicole and this is The Big Chat and today I'm very excited to introduce you to my good friend Lucy from The Bloom Foundry. She is a floral artist, shall we say. Hello Lucy. Hello Nicole. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for coming to talk to us today. Oh, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Tell people who don't know about you. Obviously, I know all about you. I've had some beautiful flowers hand-delivered last week, which was very special. Was it last week or the week before? I'm not sure. It was snowing. They maybe was the week before. Maybe the week before. You did get a bit cold standing on the doorstep talking to me. That was very yeah. nice of you. <laughs> but tell those people that are listening that maybe don't know about the Bloom Foundry. Tell us a bit about that, please. Okay. Well, it's a florist mainly but I also sell quite a lot of antiques yeah so I try and always match the two together so with I sell a lot of um dried and very good faux flowers um so they work really well in lots of things that you might not normally have been able to put fresh flowers in so like I've got at the moment some really old Indonesian vases that can't have water in them and can't go outside but look incredible with huge bouquets of dried foliage in all colours in them so Yes, that's what I do. So your shop, how long have you had your shop for now, Lucy? It must be coming up to... Um, Nearly, well, it's been over two years, Mm -hmm. but it took us a while to open Mm because there was quite a lot of work that needed doing and I wanted it to look a certain way inside. So it's actually, this April will be two years. Wow. And so you've had quite a year the last year. Yes, (laughs) it was quite, it's been interesting, (laughs) shall we say. And have you always been, and we will get to that, have you always been, um, has that always been something you do? Tell us a bit about, you know, have you always been a floral artist? Is that something you've always done? Where's this come from, this passion? Um, It's something I've always loved. It's in my blood. So my uncle had a greengrocer slash florist. Oh, wow. So my mum used to be a florist. And then I always wanted to do it. But then somehow when I left school, I ended up doing event management and just sort of drifted into a job as you do. And then ended up doing that for about four or five years. And then I thought, no, this is fun, but it's not not what I wanted to do. So yeah. I went back to college and um, did an H&D in floristry for a couple of years and then ended up having children. So then I started antique stealing instead because wow. that kind of worked well with the children being at home and again is something that I love yeah um and I've been told I have quite a good eye for finding things and knowing what looks good together yeah um and then but I always kept doing the floristry sort of on the side but mainly for friends and things but it's always been what I've wanted and then when the shop that I've got became empty Mm. I just had well I've always known what it could be Mm. and I just had such a flash it's like it was just an absolute vision of what what I could have there um 
almost a shut your eyes and can see it in front of you. So you really visualized it. Yeah. So that's, that's now where I am. So that's how I ended up with a shop. And you're in St. John's Yard. We're having a bit of a St. John's Yard moment today, actually. We've talked to a few people from St. John's Yard and, and that area today, but you're in St. John's Yard. That, that yeah, area, that kind St. Of John's. Area, St. John's. So opposite really, St. John's Yard, aren't you? So. Yes. Yeah, and it's really coming up now. I mean, we've got a lovely cheese shop across the road that's yeah. just opened. or the lovely health food shop. Uh, my friend Alex um, owns Manuel's Bakery, which yeah. is lovely, and she's busy diversifying at the moment to have lots more local produce and things and then um the corner shop that's like a little stalwart of the community and then obviously we've got the shuffle house and um even flow yeah. st john's yard so it's really is a really lovely area that's really coming up now it is because it always i've i'm tummage wells through and through and it was always like an area that you sort of passed through we had the grammar mm. schools you've got lots of schools there and then there wasn't so much, but now there's just like you say, it's a real community, isn't there? There's lots of shops, lots of people working up there, lots of things to do. So it is a real community. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, like some of them have sort of said, it's been since even the um, the guys that own Phoenix Antiques, you've yeah. been there for years and years and years. Yeah. And even they said, well, since you opened, it's like it's kind of made it better oh, and even nice. like tony from the paint shop across the road he um he came over because he'd not painted his shops for years yeah. and i've always bought paint off him i'd be like you're not gonna paint this shop come on it's a mess <laughs> and then eventually like last year and then he came in to get some flowers for his wife and he was like i hope you appreciate the fact you know I'm painting the shop. <laughs> so you're encouraging so the locals <laughs> yes. to get creative as well. I love exactly. that. Exactly, and just make it all nice and make it nice and tidy. Like, so it's not a, you know. And I remember when you were opening your shop, because you obviously did some flowers, was, which was amazing for the soapbox. I think, mm-hmm. was it year two you did our flowers, didn't you, around uh, the VIP? Yes, it was, yes, because I'd not long been open then. Yeah. So I did you loads of, like, big um, tissue paper it's flowers amazing. and everything. Yeah. Because was really bright and it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. And, did, and have you done lots of events and things like that before is that something that um, you've done or yeah I mean to be honest really the shop was always kind of meant to be secondary yeah and that's where I was getting it to because mm. I was doing sort of events in London through my friends events companies and um had weddings booked in and all these things happening that obviously then due to COVID now I've had to find other things to do because those those things aren't happening and who yeah. knows when they'll happen again um so, yeah, so I've just been doing lots around um, lots of finding other things. other things. So when you, because, I mean, obviously for people that are, are listening, it's we talk, we talk to lots of businesses and entrepreneurs and Tunbridge Wells is full of them. It's literally full of them. And it's lots of people that have really gone out there and, and thought, right, I want to have something. And like you say, you really visualise this shot. You really, I remember choosing the colour for your shot. You were very specific about mm-hmm. the colour. <laughs> yeah, which is fantastic because it's something that you really, really wanted. So you were very passionate about what you wanted and you were very directed. And then you opened the shop up. And then like you say, it's literally a year in and mm. then you've got to shut. How was that for you last year? As we're appro- well, we're over a year now, aren't we? It's really since lo- we're coming up to a year next month. So yeah. how how was that for you? I mean, to begin with, honestly, it was I didn't know what I was going to do mm. at all. And, you know, having three, three children yeah. and just suddenly having them at home all the time when yeah. I'm used to them being at school, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we all are, was quite a shock. So, yeah. it, I mean, you know, it did take me a while to get myself back again, really. And I'd say most of the time now. I'm there and also because I've found lots of other things now I can do so it doesn't actually matter that there yeah. aren't 
product launches and there aren't weddings mm. because hopefully I've found enough niches that mm. mean I'm going to be successful in those and don't have to rely on doing two or three big events a month. Yeah. And is that, I mean, is that something you had to pretty much do straight away? Because I know obviously lockdown two, because <laughs> we opened again, didn't we? Did you find, we did. did you find that when you opened again that you were busy and people were coming in and I mean, because you, you still had people come into the shop, right? They just couldn't come into the shop. Yeah. So I, I mean, between the two lockdowns, mm. I kind of, I was doing click and collect. And then once the children went back to school in September, mm. I opened the shop again and it was going really well. Everyone was very happy that yeah. I was open because um, obviously so many people have been walking past on their daily yeah. walks and they're like, oh, what a pretty shop. Why can't, yeah. why can't I go into that shop? And I always make sure I change the windows all the time to give people something else to look at and hopefully cheer people up a bit yeah. because it's all a bit grim. So I always try and make sure there's something in the window like for the kids to look at or find or, you know, I mean over Christmas I put a really beautiful I found this old um children's uh farm I saw that yeah, yeah. so if it's a very it's very old it's yeah. French handmade beautiful so all the little doors open yeah and everything and then um I found a well I actually got them from um Italy yeah like a proper little nativity set so it all fitted Aww. and then the Virgin Mary actually rocks when I plug her in so I lit it all up and put that in the window and wow. so many people so I'd be in the shop sort of doing Friday flowers so the shop would be closed and I could just hear everybody stopping going like, oh look kids you know oh, look at that isn't that so lovely and just so that just made me feel nice because I think well I'm helping yeah help, giving so many people something to look at absolutely so. and that's and is that is that your real driving force with that do you love that when people yeah. come and see what you're doing and I can see you're getting a bit emotional oh, yeah. which is emotional no, and that's lovely just, yeah so you like really... I do I kind of I like making people happy that's and, and I like yeah I just like making people happy really so and cheering up their day and whether that's from someone else sending them flowers that I make sure always look absolutely beautiful yeah or whether it's from just giving them something nice to look at to yeah. cheer them up for five minutes that's you know so is this something that's come up when you were little? Is this, we, you know, when you talk about the little sort of the little doors and the little, <laughs> the way you describe it is is wonderful. Is that something when you were little, were you always interested? Oh, that yeah. Sort of d- yeah did I, it? I was like a total by fairy gardens all over the Were garden. you? Yeah, I was really bad. <laughs> that's why I have a fully grown fairy in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'd have a fully yeah, grown fairy in my front door if I could. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I'm here. Look, you know, yeah. I'm, I think we're all fully so grown that's children. That's why I get, um, that's why I always, so I'm like my old, she's a vintage mannequin that yeah. I dress up like a flower fairy changes so at the moment yeah she's she's turning into alice the scene because my easter mother's day theme is kind of alice in wonderland so i've got to get some tulle to construct her some sort of blue and white dress probably with wings because you know why else so do you so so is that something that you sort of think about in advance and you think and the windows and then does that inspire inside the shop how does that sort of yeah the windows i try and change all the time Mm. i mean i've sort of if it does all go pear-shaped. I think I'll probably have a job as a window dresser if I wanted it, you know. Um, but I try and always make it that there's a bit of a story or yeah. some message or just, as I say, just something really nice to look at. But I do really plan it. So sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's, oh, I need to change the windows. What yeah. can I put in the window? And then it just sort of happens organically. Yeah. But for big things, I always tend, there's always a plan. And you I, and I remember obviously at Christmas because one of the things that you're very popular for is your wreath making. 
Mm. I mean, I think one of our team has been to, has done, I think Suzanne maybe's had. Yeah, she did. She's yeah. done the so reading. She, made one she last loved it. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know that it was something that we talked about sort of collectively as a team. And obviously, that was something people could come in and do. And then you were very s- smart because you switched it up, didn't you? And you sort of, you know, tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So, I mean, the year before last, mm. I had 365 people in December that it's came amazing. into the shop and made Christmas reading. Not all at once. Not all at Not once. Not all on the same I day. Kind of, it was double. <laughs> you know there was double days yeah. one day I even had three sessions those were the, the days day. when we didn't know, have to social exactly. distance 365 <laughs> in one day wow that would be something wouldn't it I know so yeah because I've got a really large basement so I tend to use down there to do workshops or I did yeah um and then I was obviously hoping because the indications back in September seemed to be we probably would be able to do that at Christmas so I'd already pre-sold quite a lot of tickets on mm. that basis but I had to put in a bit of a caveat that yeah. if I can't have them in the shop um I'm really sorry but we'll do them on zoom of course um and then because of that then went that one then went on so I had quite a few businesses contact me mm-hmm. um so I ended up doing quite a few corporate workshops for all different types of businesses so not you know not just your typical generally you know female-based business perhaps mm. like you were saying with your team yeah 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 you know, but all of them, I mean, I had a kind of um, a recruitment company that's mainly based in Essex and there was only one girl out of 18 lads. Brilliant. Is all, you know, we all want a Christmas had, wreath. We yeah. all want one on the door. And they Come had on. so much fun. They were making them for their mums. Yeah. One of them hadn't told his girlfriend what he was oh, doing. So she was made up when she got home. So they had a really, really, really good time mm. and said like how nice it was to do something that's totally different to what they would usually do either going out for dinner and just drinking or generally all they've been doing at the moment which is zoom quizzes so that's now something that I offer and I've got a booking next month for I think it's for 75 it's amazing so that's that's where I'm really moving and is that something do you think you'll do do that when I mean if obviously if we get an announcement soon where we're told that we can go back to some sort of normal do you think you'll still continue to do these sort of online offerings Lucy or is it something you'll sort of do alongside do you miss that interaction I'm sure but as far as a business model yeah I think it's something I'm definitely going to continue offering yeah so um I've got plans to sort of have a YouTube channel and everything and just make it all in lots of ways it's about the shop but then also it's more about me yeah so it's me giving my knowledge and helping as I say it's about helping people feel a bit happier and giving them something different to do and I think when you start playing with flowers and when you do that sort of thing it's something that if it's something that's not too complicated what Mm. you're doing it's very satisfying because Mm. you start with like a big pile of I don't know foliage and flowers yeah, yeah. and you end up with something that looks really beautiful and if you've got a good tutor showing you what to do um then it's it's not difficult so nobody it's not something you struggle over or get stressed about so how yeah. things are at the moment it's really important I think that all our minds have that kind of release it's therapeutic isn't yeah. it in a sense and lots of people don't get a chance to do that in their normal lives you know I mean I don't have a garden at home Mm. you know the boys and I are in a flat at the moment and they miss that they miss that like earth connection so you know I think it's just it's something that's really good for people to do and it's not just wreath classes I can do there's various other yeah um workshops that I'm working on at the moment brilliant that like I say are sort of based on the same thing that they're they're simple but satisfying to do but also something that would also be difficult to do if 
the kit wasn't presented in front of you. So And the antiques, I'm interested about the antiques. I mean the antiques sound so much fun. Is that something that you sort of I mean when you say it's all from France or Indonesia or how do you find these treasures? This sounds like, you know, a bit of a treasure hunt. Um I have some very good I've got some very good contacts. I've got <laughs> I have the contacts. It's all about my contacts. Yeah, but is that is that is that how it's been? It's like so you li- a bit because that just sounds like a lot of fun. I had a friend that was into antiques he had an antiques business for a long time still dabbles a bit in it but is that something that that's it once once you're in once you're in with the with the people then you yeah yeah it's that kind of it takes a while yeah sure it's one it is an industry that's quite you know hard to break into because especially with all the tv shows and everything everyone's like oh i'm an antique dealer and you know but so you have to show that you've got some knowledge Mm. or Especially having an actual shop makes yeah. a difference. Does it? Yeah, because then they know you're respectable and yeah. you're not just saying that you're an antique store, but really <laughs> not just you're actually it. just you actually keeping are. it keeping it all at home, you yeah. know, which does happen sometimes. Does I do, it? I do hoard things sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's well, you could just I'll have your house, just while. lots of antiques in your house and say you're an antique dealer. And yeah. That sounds <laughs> rather nice. Hoard it, hoard it all. I quite like that idea. I might talk but, yeah, to you later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can help you hoard some things. <laughs> I like beautiful things. But d- is, was that one of the reasons you chose the shop as well? Because you mentioned the other two antiques dealers that are down there who have been there a long... Yes, I remember they've been there a long years. time. Was that because that area is... It ha- is renowned, was renowned mm. for that. Was that because you're very modern as well? So you brought that bit of flavour of, of, of modern with that antiquesy feel to it with obviously yeah. the flowers as well it's beautiful well yeah and it tends to be i don't sell big things yeah really I, i've learned i'm refused to sell anything i can't lift by myself <laughs> brilliant because i'm quite determined that. as well and i don't like having to wait for somebody else to brilliant. come along yeah and there has been occasions so it's been the odd thing yeah i can't lift so i have to be able to lift it by myself and i have to like it myself and then often i have so I have, I don't know, I have people in my head and I think, right, if I bought that, would, yeah. would they buy it? Not necessarily thinking I'm going to sell it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But knowing that they're similar, you know. So I That's don't, good. I don't ever, I generally buy things thinking I know the type of customer that I yeah. would hopefully sell it to once I've maybe had it for a bit. That's great. And do you get a lot of people that sort of say to you, oh, I've got this area in my house. Could you come and have a look at this? And I do. Do you? Yes. Yeah, I get I get that quite a lot, especially now where mm. people can't necessarily come into the shop. Mm. But I used to get it a lot when the shop's open. Mm. Um, you know, really lovely customers coming in saying, right, I've got this area. There's yeah. my table or I've got that niche. You know, what can we put in there that yeah. I won't have to fuss with? Yeah. And it can just stay there. Because obviously the fresh flowers are beautiful. Yeah. But sometimes, especially if you've got a whole lounge set up or dining room set up, and it's a room that's not used lots, mm. but that you always want to know when you walk in there, it it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, that's where the faux flowers and the dried flowers work so well. Faux flowers are like, they're just like rocking it now, aren't they? I mean, but you know, it's show my age again but back in the day faux flowers were they kind of peaked and they sort of dropped again now they've peaked because I mean the faux flowers that you use are stunning I mean just yeah. beautiful how's how how's that sort of come back about it's really sort of come back on the scene in quite a big way hasn't it over the yeah, last five I, six years I think it's Instagram and then yeah. I have tried I've tried really hard so all the flowers I've got I've got the best of that one yeah so say the rose that I've got the white rose yeah that's the best white rose I could find. Yeah. And the same with the eucalyptus yeah. and P. 
peonies and hydrangeas. So it might be, they might be from different, so I use lots of different suppliers. Yeah. Because it might be from one supplier, their eucalyptus is amazing, yeah. but their hydrangeas look really fake. So you're really selective so I'm really about the selective. individual flowers yeah, rather than the, the person that's selling them. Yeah, and I finally, on the website now, is are all the uh, faux flowers individually. Brilliant. But I haven't yet got around to doing what my next stage is, mm-hmm. which is having set designs so that because it's hard to visualize so it's easy if someone comes into the shop and they're like oh i'd quite like a white arrangement to go on my dining table yeah i can pick up you know we can put something together yeah um but if they're looking online just by themselves and all they can see is like that stem and that stem and that stem it's really hard to tell how things will work together so that's and it's really next. hard to put them together because I, I have sort of great creations in my head and then I put them together and they look awful. And I'm just, how has that happened? How has that been? spacing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm probably not very good with spacing. but I, And I just get a bit impatient. I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm yeah, not doing really that. Then and give cut. up. Yeah, and they're hard to cut and things. So I've also tried to find, I've got certain vases mm-hmm. um, that are like my sort of signature vases. Yeah. I call it yeah. something fancy. Um. But it's because I know that'll work with that kind of design. So if somebody wants a taller design, I'd be like, right, well, I recommend you use this vase. Amazing. Or if they want something shorter, because they're really hard to cut as well, the mm. faux flowers. So I think that's the problem. A lot of people will buy them, mm. not cut them, take them home, just put them in a vase or maybe bend the stems a bit. And yeah. then you've got loads of bent stems in the bottom of the vase. Yeah. And they just don't look right because they're not the right heights. And they all need bending and playing with to you look have a lot of patience it sounds to me yeah i just are you a very patient person sometimes <laughs> i was like you've got a lot of energy and i'm like yeah i'm impressed because you must sometimes. need a lot of patience but also it sounds like you're educated like you obviously know your flowers you know the seasons you know i mean that must just be because you love it as well yeah and it just comes with i mean as i said i did do i did do quite an intense college course for yeah. two years which I think gave me a lot of grounding and also that taught me a lot of the mechanics Did behind it? everything. Yeah. So if you know that mm. and then you have an eye for it or you need, because you can know all that and you can make your flowers to the recipe, mm-hmm. but they won't look, they'll still look sometimes like flowers just put in a vase. If yeah. you've not got that extra part of you that can see, oh, but if I just pull that out a bit and then push it that one deeper yeah. and this, that and the other and get different levels and yeah. then suddenly you've got a bouquet that looks real instead of faux. And so when you talk about Instagram and I imagine Pinterest, and I mean, what are, what are the sort of staple social platforms for, for your industry that people sort of research yeah. and look up what people are doing? I mean, at the moment, I mainly... Um, rely on my instagram yeah and go into facebook yeah i do have pinterest yeah. but it's that's more reliant i can tell when people have pinned yeah my thing yeah which yeah, they yeah do um but it's it's harder i always think to break into pinterest mm. as a business yeah. because also people want you to be pinning other things not just mm. your own things and that just takes so much time it takes so, so much time yeah so yeah so pinterest i have but mm. i don't use it that much and have you found in the last year i mean what's what's it's it's been a tough year like you say you've got three children so you've been enjoying the homeschool experience (laughs) we've had a discussion we luckily we had this discussion two weeks ago we won't we won't take up too much airtime talking about homeschooling but i mean what what is you know having a shop as well that must have been a bit of a knock um you've got your shop you've got it up and running everyone knows where you are everyone knows who you are you've established yourself and then that happens what have you 
what have you done to keep yourself going? You know, what's been your driving force and what's kept you staying positive? Because you are a very positive person. Mm, most of the time. But it's just still, I, I don't know. It's just, it's because I want it so badly mm. and I don't want to lose it. Mm. So determination. That's, that's, that's the thing. If yeah. I If I didn't want it so badly, it would have gone by now. Yeah. But it's because I can still see that future yeah. that I want. And that's where it comes from, I think. That's because, the driving force. Yeah. And then, you know, the kids are, they all, they'll come around with me. So, I mean, it is most days we end up in the shop for a period of time. Mm. Um, and they just, you know. And that's lovely. I you have a big TV. So, yeah. But that's kind like, of. Yeah. <laughs> like, luckily, there's a huge TV in there. So, they just sit and watch YouTube or but even something. So, or you sometimes can... they'll feel like playing, you know, they like having the scrappy old flowers sometimes to fiddle with and they all quite like um floral foam do they so although i try not to use it i do have some boxes of sort of um biodegradable yeah stuff in the shop yeah and it's really fun to chop up so it's really fun if you make it wet and then cut it up it's it's sort of like you know satisfying, satisfying when you see those videos with the YouTube. soap yeah the soap like, <laughs> when they're like cutting, cutting the soap the, yeah the butter and the soap but all weird things like that I've yeah so it those. comes to worse i just give them a floral knife i think you've thought of another well, workshop there haven't yeah, you for kids exactly. i mean just get a load of that yeah, i'm just... not sure you could be giving other people's children sharp knives but, you know. maybe not actually i don't know if health and safety no. would be a good idea on that what's your favorite season my favourite season is spring. Is it? Yeah. I so we're spring. coming into it. That was mm. just, just exactly. plucked that one out of there. I didn't even know that. But is it is. It what, is. what is it you love about spring? I just love all the promise, mm. really. And I love how everything starts to turn a little bit green and mm -hmm. all the um, bulb flowers. Yeah. And just, even, I, I just, I, well, I'm not so keen on, I like daffodils as a cut flower if they're different. Mm -hmm. So if they're either tiny or double. But I think the ones that are just simple should just be left. Yeah. I love it when you see, you know, when you drive out through Rust Hall and there's the great swathes where they've yeah. all been planted and then the bulbs split and you just think, oh, it's just so, I don't know, it's just so lovely because sometimes by the time it gets to June, July, if we've had a bit of a hot May, mm. here you think, oh, the, all the gardens will be beautiful, but they're not. They're and not like, they're not, and all the trees are just that perfect little green. Yeah, spring. And favourite flower? If you could um, name one, I know that's going to be tough for you. Yeah, it's a bit like, it's just the classic, like peonies. Is it? I love peonies. peonies when they're enormous and yeah. just fragrant. And then there's one that I get called a sunset peony. Yeah. And actually it's quite a delicate one because it only has, it doesn't have the full on double petals. Yeah. It just has almost one or two circles of petals, but it fades. So it starts off almost the color of my shop. So kind of that real coral wow. pink. Yeah. And then it fades, 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 fades down over a couple of weeks till it's just yellow oh amazing so it's beautiful it's like a sunset over and sunsets are my favorite thing so it's like just, absolutely i mean i'm all beautiful. for a sunset we yeah. haven't had much of one today but not you know we've no. we promised some good weather again this week we've exactly. had a glimpse Fingers at the crossed. weekend a little yeah. glimpse you you were at one stage as well i remember you had a beautiful painting in your or picture that someone had 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 an artist had put in and that you were because i think i was like oh Oh yeah, I was how still, much that's is my that? Amazing that's amazing. Imogen. Yeah, yeah. is that something that you might be sort of collaborating with more people and sort of show showing pieces in your yeah, shop? Or? I did, I did sort of try, mm -hmm. but it's difficult because then it becomes. I mean, at the moment, I'm slightly back to just concentrating on Doing my own what you do. stuff. Yeah, because I think once it's built up a bit again mm -hmm. and people are back in the shop, but it's difficult because it makes people too confused. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my customers that come into my shop aren't necessarily 
the customers that follow me on Instagram mm. and things because there's some very um there's quite a few older residents yeah. around my area so they come in yeah and some you know they like their little house plants or just a small bouquet and a chat and things but they get they were getting confused I realized because they were like well what are you an art gallery of flor- what are you there was too much so I think other people might understand but I'm trying to make sure that people that generally are my general shop customers yeah it's just a bit simpler and also the you know I'm running out of space (laughs) (laughs) have you got any I mean if is that an is that something an option in the future to maybe have more shops would you like that or is it something you like having your bolt hole and you you know you want to expand in other ways out of that no that was my plan was Mm. that there would be a number of bloom foundry shops amazing so hopefully that will and what about the name, the name Bloom Foundry? Where did that, I mean, clearly I understand some of the name, but where was, did that take you a long time or was that always something you had in your mind, a bit like the shop, you visualised it? Well, I sort of sat for a, an evening mm-hmm. and went through lots of different things and I started thinking, well, what, what am I doing? Because I want the flowers and antiques, but how do I maybe bring them together? Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about how you melt down different metals to make something like another I can't yeah you know off the top of my head I can't think but that was where my mind was going yeah so then I was thinking well it's like a melting pot or like a smelters or oh, wow you know and then I was sort of thinking about the people that used to try and make gold out of not out I can't think of the word for them either off the top of my head but you know but like alchemy isn't yes, it yes that's I love what that. I was thinking mm. and then so that's where I was thinking with the smelting pot and then I was thinking well where do you do that in a foundry and then to begin with I thought the flower foundry but that name's actually in use in another country so i, I like didn't want to get foundry. confused and then we used to live in holland when i was a little girl oh wow and flowers in holland are called blooms so there we go the bloom so that foundry must be an so that's where my holland. that's where my brain well yeah that's the other reason i love flowers because we yeah. lived in holland when i was a little girl and used to go to kokenhof and it was just oh. the fields of tulips are just something else like yeah. i can't wait so i can take the boys yeah there and just to see that because it's incredible all the it's just a carpet of color and then you go to Kokonov like the big um which is almost like Wakefield Place or something like their flower central and it's just beautiful and I mean I was like seven eight years old and I still was quite happy and loved it and just you know whenever we had visitors that was what there were certain places that Mm. they got taken you know because obviously we'd moved there and then everyone's like oh we can go to holland absolutely visit the merkels so um, we went over there and yeah so every time if anybody visited in springtime we went to kokenhof and then a few other places but yeah, I used to love that place. It was just so beautiful. And you say about sort of your your have your children got a passion for what you do, or that you you seen any glimpses of that sort of you know picking um, up from you? The smallest one, definitely. Jamie loves if I give him flowers to play with, and yeah. he understands. He kind of he's without. I mean, he has watched me do it for the last few years, but it's yeah. not like I've done it since they were babies. Yeah. Really, not around them. But if I give him flowers without me even saying, like I gave him some flowers back in the summer and he was like, right, okay, well, make sure you give me some main ones. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, you know, the good ones, mummy, like a rose (laughs) or something, not just all the fluffy bits. And I was like, okay, because I I do palm him off with a bit of gypsophilia and things. Just like, there you go, have some greenery and some gypsophilia. He was like, no, I want main flowers, good flowers. And then he said, right, now I'm going to make it look like they're steps. 
And him that's making amazing. it look like they're steps mm. without me. I've never said that to you, him, but mm. that's a fundamental baseline yeah. of floristry is that if you are almost I mean he was obviously sort of doing a semi-traditional almost 80s arrangement bless him but he did he had all these roses in perfect little steps That's going down brilliant. and then he said right now I need to fill in the gaps I need to put all their um put all their servants in and I was like what do you mean he said well that's the king and queen and that's very that's so brilliant though. But he produces really pretty things. Yeah. Like he loves doing it and then he gives them to my mum. So, so this could him... be a family business. Exactly. Yeah. And then the eldest one, he's he's more computer yeah. minded. I'm not really sure. The middle one could go either way. What would be your, um, you know, what for people out there that are thinking about setting up a business, not necessarily, you know, in, in the same industry as you, but any sort of business, because, you know, you really wanted something and you went out there and got it. And it has been a really tough time. You're very new into your business, but you've had some mm. really good successes. What would you say is the, the thing that's you advice that you could give to other people out there about how to carry on? Well, I think if it's something that needs knowledge, mm -hmm. make sure you really have that knowledge That's because then you'll be able to continue doing it. It's mm -hmm. no good because I get so many people sort of saying, oh, it must be so lovely doing what you do, playing with flowers all day. And mm. it's like, no, that's not what you're doing. I mean, I, I already had quite good business sense before mm. I would even have considered opening the florist. I already had like business knowledge and you need all the knowledge, which is hard mm. doing something creative. And so if you don't have the knowledge, you need to make sure you've got people helping you that do. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice, actually. That's good advice. And so you're, I mean, it's, it's I, I love your shop. I, lo I love yeah. everything. <laughs> if people want to find out more about you, is it best that they go to the website or do they find you on Instagram? Where's the best um, place for them to go? I'd say either at the moment. Yeah. I'd say the Instagram's quite good for seeing because at the moment I'm busy updating so many things. Yeah. So I tend to put them on Instagram first. Yeah. And then if they don't sell on Instagram, which often happens before I can get it onto the website, That's, especially yeah. the dried flowers. Yeah. I mean, everybody just loves them at the moment. Um, so, and then things go onto the website, which is still, at the moment, there's there's not lots of padding on it mm -hmm. just yet because I'm concentrating on... Um, with the person that's helping me yeah. do it all. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, and we're concentrating on getting the products on there Great. because obviously that's what will hopefully save the business well not that much but you know yeah keep the business going yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than me writing great pages about yeah. it's visual isn't, isn't so it beautiful? people want to yeah. see it's it's a very visual product and if people can't touch it they can see it and they can feel exactly it. are you going to be doing the exciting things for easter then so you mentioned i mean obviously mad hatter i'm i'm all about <laughs> know, a bit of hatter exactly. and a bit of madness but i mean how about anything special for easter are you doing any sort of special floral things that we might well i've started already i've done um some east wreaths so Have those you? kits will be going on I your website that. and then also if obviously if you want them made then wow. um i can make them for you so i've got a faux flower one that's all really beautiful daffodils and um you can get extra easter decorations to put on it so it's like little eggs eggs real eggs well no they look real though um <laughs> Bunny rabbits. I suppose chocolate chickens. eggs, if it's sunny. Yeah, it's not going to work. Might melt. It's a bit like... Won't look great on no. the flower <laughs> But all so of those. So that's something to do. I love and that. then um, also, like, I've made up some really beautiful dried ones that are more for indoors, really, yeah. than your front door. And then would be suitable year round. So that's where I'm kind of at with Easter at the moment. Because it's difficult to know until Boris makes yeah. his announcement later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, because I don't, I mean, I don't think the shop will be open by Easter. I think that's... But it sounds like you're going to be very busy. Yes. And when we do come out of lockdown, which we will, what is going to be one of the first things you're going to be doing? Um, dancing, maybe. Dancing. <laughs> like, finally. Absolutely. Dancing. There. Wouldn't that be a nice thing oh, to be able be to do? Really nice. Just really to go nice. out and dance. Exactly. You know, the door will be open. I'll be like, right, please come in. Yeah. Please come into the shop. Absolutely. Here's all the things you've been gazing at. Because I can always tell when someone's been looking through the window. Because yeah. I come to the shop door where it's a glass door and there'll, there'll be like a little face. Oh, there's that's often, lovely. There's often face prints on the door. That's kind of lovely like, and kind of be a bit careful on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I, to, I always have hand wipes with me. Absolutely. But yeah, so it's kind of, there's always, I can tell people are very keen. And I can, so many people, because I am in there quite a lot. Yeah. I'm in there like they can come and talk to Wednesday, you. Thursday, Friday. Um, but I can hear people talking. So when I'm mm. in, do- in the shop, they don't necessarily know that I'm, in there they do now they do now yeah <laughs> but i can hear them talking and luckily it's always nice things that i hear so if it's not it make is, sure it is now because yeah. she can hear you <laughs> so i think it's a lot in a way lockdown where a lot more people are staying more local mm. and are going out on all their walks poor mm. things um they are i've been more noticed yeah whereas a lot of people and i think people will continue to walk more than yeah. they did before so whereas people might have, say, lived around the corner from me, mm. got in their car and driven to town, um, now they're probably more likely to walk. Yeah. So there's definitely, I can tell, a lot more footfall around than yeah. there would have been before. And I think one of the loveliest things about what you do, because actually when you came, I was really, really touched when you popped around a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, because it was actually a client who'd organize some flowers for me and the team just to say thank you for what we've done it was so lovely to see your face when you bought them as well we had a really nice chat but it is that thing isn't it it's about kindness you can actually and it meant so much to me that day I was really I had sort of actually I then actually posted about that because it was such a nice thing to receive Mm. and it was just such a thoughtful thing and it's so simple and it's also so beautiful I mean it just feeds into so many good areas well exactly and I think people forget like people sort of forget about that you can still send flowers yeah, or, not just for Valentine's yeah. and Christmas and birthdays and all the rest of it. All exactly. the time, it's all, all they, year round. Or they sort of go to the letterbox flowers, which mm. I've sort of avoided. Because I've had quite a few people say to me, well, can't you just send us the bouquet? And I'm like, well, not really, no. Because I don't want to put my flowers in the post unless, yeah. I, have to, unless I have to. And I don't trust they'll turn up to you looking like they left me. Yeah. And, you know, also, where's the personality in that? Find, call a florist near you mm. and get them to send you flowers but then like well they won't look like your flowers and I said but my flowers through the post won't look through like my flowers you know the only things I'll post are the draw the sort of you know unbreakable ones yeah um but that's but a really, yeah that's so a and re- I think it's kind of so people are just so quick now if yeah. they think oh I'll send a bunch of flowers to my friend in Tunbridge Wells yeah they just go on to wherever and mm. send a box through the post, whereas they could go on to a website or go, get, just go on to Google. They could get quickly. you delivering them. Exactly. And go to Tunbridge Wells Florist. And it's like, oh, I'll get the Bloom Foundry to send them, which I do get quite a lot. But as I say, there's still so many times when you see people saying, oh, and it's lovely their friends thought and yeah. sent them some flowers. It's still That's still really lovely, mm. but it misses that personal extra little touch and they're not arranged. And And I think it's been such an interesting thing, the lockdown, because even though we've had the lockdown and we've been shut away from each other, we've communicated more through technology Mm. and through other ways. 
And then you've got things like that as well, because actually businesses, what I like about doing this is for other people, you know, I get to have chats with lots of businesses yeah. anyway, because that's what I do with my PR company. But actually doing this is letting other people get to know a bit more about you. Mm. And it's really nice when you do do the deliveries and certain restaurants have been dropping off food and things like, yeah. you know, I saw someone from Thackeray's the other day dropping off in the in the area some food. It was like, hello, hello. And it's that really nice community feel yeah. that we've got back, which I love actually. Mm. So... I think that's great. And I, I now expect all my flowers to be hand-delivered, please, Lucy, okay, from you. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And if me. people need to find out more about you, like you said, they can find you on Instagram, they can mm-hmm. find you through your website, yeah. the Bloom Foundry, or they can come in the shop, or they could stand outside the shop and have a little chat, and you can exactly. hear them anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you ever so much, and we can't wait to see you again. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. So all right. Yeah.